Hi, and welcome to the Writer's Basement Podcast. I'm Tim, and he's Keith. Oi. And uh, this is episode number two. Number two? Number two. Number two. Um, so, first we're going to start out with a little bit of information about how you can find our podcast. If you're listening to this episode by itself for some reason, I don't know. But you can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, my favorite is, fuck, I forgot what it's called. You Whatever. Your favorite? Never mind. Yeah, I have one on my phone. Oh, all right. Podkicker, that's what it's called. I use Podkicker, because it's free. I like free. And it doesn't fuck with me. Free is nice. Uh, and don't forget to visit our Patreon page, which I've just created, and become a patron of our show, where you will receive exclusive content and much more. Details will be in the description of the episode. So this episode, we are going to talk about the 48-hour film festival. Yeah, the 48-hour film festival. 48 hours of hell. Yep. Um, uh, what we like to call the extreme rules of film festivals. Yeah, it's, it's just awful every time you do it. Um, so Keith. Yes. How hard do you think it would be to write, <laughs> produce, and edit a seven-minute video? Yeah. In 48, in 48 hours. hours. It depends on whether or not I'm doing it alone. Okay. If I'm doing it alone, probably. It's possible. It's not going to look great. How about with a crew? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's not possible. Mm, cocaine. It's yeah. not possible with a crew. Here's why it's not possible with a crew. With the... With the crews from the two times that we've done it there's too many people there's too many cooks and there's too many points of failure yes there there are several points of failure where if if you waste too much time on one thing that's it man that's it it's over and every every crew member is a point of failure that is true if one person fucks up it's all over yeah um, and then the writing is always an issue. The writing is always an issue because they you can't prepare anything in advance. So when you sign up for the 48-hour film festival, and there are lots of them, there are also genre-specific 48-hour yes. film festivals. There, I, I know at least now that there is a puppetry 48-hour film festival. Is there? There is. They have their own 48. Um... And there are general 48s, and there are niche 48s. And the problem is you're not allowed to do any preparation. Yes. So when you go and sign up, uh, the, the day of, when you go to the kickoff event, they give you uh, parameters that you don't, don't have in advance. Um, so, and then the parameters are always different. Uh, this last time we did it, we got a prop a genre, a line, and a character. And you pull the genre out of a hat, but the prop character and line are the same for everybody. Yeah. There's a prop that you must include, there's a character that you must include, and there's a line that must be said, spoken, or displayed somewhere. So you get, you get that, and you jump in your car, and you race back to base at top speed, <laughs> but you don't have one writer you never have one writer even if you have designated someone to be writer 
Yeah. By the time you get back to base, you're never going to have just one writer. And so you have three, four, maybe nine mm-hmm. writers thinking that that will make it go faster. But it doesn't. No. It makes it go slower. No. And actually, I was thinking about that because the last time we had, I don't know, how many? Five? Five. five? And then we did when we did it with Cordy. Well, Cordy. When we did it with Corey, we had nine. Yeah. There should be two. There should be one. No, two, because for this kind of project, you need to bounce ideas. And if one person is writing, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Because no. you're not going to get feedback on the writing, and you don't know if it's good or not. Yeah. Uh, there, there was, there's, there are several ways to do this. And we have always done it where you do it in stages. You, you write completely, you finish writing, you immediately go into pre-production, then you shoot, then you edit. There are some people who will write a scene, hand it off, they'll go shoot it, and they'll write the next scene while it's being shot. Oh, that's an interesting way to do it. Sort of like a piecemeal... Yeah, because they think it's more efficient that way. I don't know which way works. Yeah, yeah. We've never gotten it to work. It's always been a disaster. Right. Um... The, and especially the writing, because you're given random pieces that you have to make into, co- into a coherent script. It's like 8 p.m. at this point, because I think kickoff is at 7. Yeah, kickoff's on, on the Friday of the weekend at 7 p.m. Yeah, so it's 8 p.m. now, and you're not sleeping for the next three days. <laughs> And you need a seven to nine page script. Mm-hmm. Now. You need it now. You needed it. You needed you it. You needed it an yeah. hour ago. You needed it yesterday. Because <laughs> you got to break it down. Yeah, because pre-production has to be done on it. And it's just, it's too fast. It's too much too, it's too much and too small of a time period. And, that, and that's the, that's the idea of it. But it's still, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea, and there's a reason that I won't do them anymore. Um, we did it twice, and the last time it was so bad. And I don't want my name on that. Well, I mean, you were talking about the, the points of failure before. I mean, we had... We had... The writing was done decently. Like, it didn't take an extraordinary amount of time. No, we had five writers, though. Yeah. There were too many writers, but it ended up being okay because some of the writers were just there pitching while one person was writing. And filming went okay. Filming went fantastic. Yeah. Shooting was fast. I was done on time. Yes. And I, like an idiot, went, well, I am done. <laughs> time to go to sleep. Time to go to sleep. We, I did everything I could possibly do. We got tons of coverage. Everything went right. We got the whole script done. It's in the can. Pass it off to the editors because I'm passing the fuck out. <laughs> I've been awake for two days. I don't want to do this anymore. And I went to sleep. Our, Bad idea. <laughs> our points of failure were post-production and rendering. Yes. What was their position? Technically. Technically, I think was editor... It, was it uh, assistant? Assistant. It was editor and assistant editor, I think. So first assistant editor. Yeah. Was their actual title. And all and also uh, effects, but effects went well. Effects went well. Yeah. Our our VFX artist did everything that they could. In fact, he showed up early and had to wait. Yeah. So first assistant editor, whose only job it is 
is to label the clips. Just label the clips. Because that's less work that the main editor has to do. And this this is yes. how they do it all the way to the top. Is if you have an, if you have two editors, they don't they aren't both editing at the same time. One of them is editing, the other one is preparing the footage for the edit. All they had to do was label the clips. They had to label the video files, and they had to label the audio files. They had already been selected by the script supervisor, which ones were the working takes. That information was written down. But okay, so I was the script supervisor. You were the script supervisor. I wrote down, after, after production had done, I had gone and I filled out my form that I made, yep. uh, which shots had to be, which shots were the right shots, because I kept track, as part of my job, was to circle the shots that were going to be used. So I gave it off to the assistant editor, and I also, like stupidly, idiot, went to sleep. Went to sleep. Yeah. Um, there was some kind of miscommunication, because instead of labeling the clips, that, um, that list of, of the working takes was lost. And it wasn't used. So that's uh, about 20 hours of work gone. What the assistant editor did instead was they decided they were going to watch dailies all for themselves they watched every clip every one of them and some of the shots had multiple uh, takes yeah they watched every piece of media with headphones in i was asleep i was asleep the main editor was asleep vfx had not arrived yet we were all going to sleep um, every crew, almost every crew member went the fuck to bed. They all passed out. We all found somewhere to, that was, you know, <laughs> horizontal and not covered with bees. And we went to sleep while first assistant editor went and watched dailies. And so it took forever. A task that should have taken an hour took nearly 10. Yeah. I woke up and it was still going on. Then it went over to the editor. The editor worked on it for about four hours, woke me up, we swapped off. The editor went to sleep, I took over editing. I worked on it for a while, we swapped again, and I went back to sleep. During this time, the VFX artist showed up. And here's where it went wrong on the other end. Instead of, instead of the effect shots going into a final render, the entirety of the video was exported and rendered out then it went to the effects artist who then worked on it exported it back and then we missed the deadline yes at this point we have missed the deadline if we don't get this clip to the premiere in the next 20 minutes it was it was 7:30 on sunday yeah then we're not going to make the deadline. So I packed them both up, not the VFX artist. I packed up the editor and the assistant editor in into the car, and the editor was finishing the edit and rendering it out and exporting it while they were driving to the premiere. It got re-rendered twice, which means it got compressed three times, which means the final product looked like it was shot with a potato. Yeah, it also sounded like it was in uh, 
empty room. A yeah, large the, audio, empty room. the audio was bad too. Um, thankfully, I have I have a really good audio guy now, uh, and that is not going to be a problem for me for any other future productions ever. <laughs> but our audio was also really bad. Uh, which is a given for 48. Yeah. Your your audio is going to be bad. Well, that's and that's uh, another point of failure that teams have is equipment. Equipment, yeah. And we when we did not have audio equipment. We shot with. Um, it was a microphone from a no, phone. Yeah, it was my cell phone. Yeah. We recorded audio on my cell phone, which usually works. Your cell phone microphone is actually pretty damn good. Yeah. You can record. You can record audio with your with your cell phone. You can ADR with your cell phone, but. We're in a large, mostly vacuous space. There's going to be echo. And on top of that, a lot of the separately recorded audio never got spliced in. Oh, really? Yeah. So most of that was audio from the DSLR. Oh, geez. Which is why it sounded uh, echoey and tinny. Okay. That makes sense. Because the audio that 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 I recorded didn't get used. Was it because it didn't get cataloged? It was probably because it didn't get cataloged. It was also because we were all exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Now, when they're they're swapping, when they're figuring out this plan for how they're going to get the the visual effects done and swapping back and forth this massive, like, 80, 60, 80 gig uh, project folder, I could have stopped it. (laughs) I could have fixed it. I could have told them to do it the right way, but I was exhausted, <laughs> and I didn't care anymore, <laughs> because after what the assistant editor pulled, I was done. Yeah. So I, 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 got, I took my hands off of it. It ended up being awful. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't make the, the deadline. We did not make the got, deadline. I think we were like one of like three teams that didn't make the deadline, so we all got lumped into the, they didn't make a category. Uh, but let's talk about happier days. The 48 with Corey? The 48 with Corey. Uh, we were not in charge of that production. Well, I wasn't. No, we were brought in. I don't know. Well, what was your role? My, I was a uh, second assistant director. Okay. I was second AD. Um, and I was, a, like, I, was, I was a writer. Yeah, a woman uh, by the name of Lily Zegler was first AD. Um, yeah, and I was second AD. Was Corey DP? Corey was DP. Elvis directed. Um, Elvis Diaz. Elvis yeah, Diaz yeah. directed. Corey Mafucci was director of photography. Uh, we had a producer, too. We had yep. a Hollywood exec as a producer. Oh, we did? Yeah. And we had uh, Screen Actors Guild actors. Yeah. We had SAG Broadway actors. Broadway actors. And Broadway actors for talent. Um, and everything should have worked. <laughs> <laughs> everything should have worked. And they did. They went all out too because we yeah. raised money for it, yeah. and we bought an expensive camera. Well, we rented an expensive we rented camera. an expensive camera, which we then hoisted onto. Yeah, we had a crane. We hoisted onto not not a crane, crane, <laughs> a makeshift crane, a a a uh, cobbled together with whatever you got crane. Yeah, um, a person operated, manually operated crane. It's it's a twenty thousand dollar camera, and Corey's got it in his hands, and we've attached it to the crane. Now the crane has to go up, because they had to have a crane shot. They're like, that's what'll set us apart. None of these <laughs> other fuckers sell crane shots. So there's counterweights on the other end. 
so we set up the counterweights and he's still holding the camera and then it's time to let it go so he raises up the camera as far as his hands will take him and then he just lets go and this twenty thousand dollar camera is in the air and it's five feet over his head now it's ten feet over his head now it's thirty feet over his head and if it falls if the crane rig breaks Nobody will catch it in time. Nope. It's going to dis- be destroyed. Uh, and we got we got the crane shot. We also mounted it to a truck. Yeah, because what a... what are dollies? Just mounted to a truck bed. Because <laughs> there was a tracking shot at the beginning of the of the yeah of the. We don't need yeah. tracks. Tracks are expensive. <laughs> Rivet it into the goddamn truck yeah. bed. Set it up in the truck, and then we'll just drive the truck. Yep, and that's what we did. Yep, uh, and for all this effort and for all this work. We didn't place. Yeah, and we, it was we it didn't was, even get like top ten. It was a good the the writing had a good premise. Uh, it was acted well. Yeah, and the story was just blotched. Yeah, it was botched. Yeah. It was just bad execution. There, well, that that one we probably had too many writers. That one yeah, you had yeah. nine writers. Yeah. It was bad execution. You couldn't tell what was going on from the actual story. If yeah. I told you, like, the theme and the idea before you watched it, then you would get it. But you, you can't tell what's... It's too nebulous. There's not... It just... Events yeah, just happen. There was no structure to it. Now, normally, you know, if you're talking about less than ten minutes, you're talking about a punchline short. Yeah. There was no punchline. Uh, we tried to do a punchline, but then there was aftermath and reaction, and that's not how a punchline short works. Yeah. Uh, when I say punchline, I don't mean a joke. Um... A punchline short is rising action, rising action, rising action, rising action. Climax, cut to black. Oh, see, that would have been good if we just cut to black. That's a punchline. When you're doing a short that's less than ten minutes, usually you're doing a punchline short. So when they killed the guy, that would that have, should been, have been it. That would have been it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would have done it like that. Yeah. Um, because it just works better. But... So we had rising action to a climax and then a little bit of tension relief, but there was no narrative there. It was just a linear ride. There was very little theme. There was lots of theme in the writer's room. Yeah, but it didn't translate to to the page. Um, There should have been, we should have made some of the themes more overt. We were trying to be coy. And what happened was it didn't translate too well. Like, you understand the gist of what's going on, but you don't... We developed, like, a kind of lore for it because it was science fiction. Yeah. We had to write science fiction, so we had to come up with a premise and then backstory it and then write it. The issue with doing that when you're doing film is if you don't have... You need establishing shots to build the world. Yeah. And you definitely can't do that with a group of five people. As actors, you, you just can't. There's not. It's very hard to portray to an audience on film that this story is taking place in a world bigger than what you can see on the screen. Yeah. You have to. World building in film is hard. It requires people, it requires establishing shots, it requires crowd shots. You know, it, it's the warden's one problem. Yeah. We have a fantasy world, but you only see six characters, so how big could it really be? Yeah. I can't show... I can't do like Lord of the Rings and show these towns full yeah. of people 
or these big landscapes. Now, I could do that with minis. Yeah. I can do anything with minis, but we don't have the budget <laughs> for buildings. it. I, we tried to blow up a building with a mini. The mini, the mini builder <laughs> promised me some things and did not deliver them. The mini, I wanted a miniature. <laughs> and I got, like, a cardboard cutout. Aww. That's what I got. And we lit it on fire. Because fuck, might as well. It didn't work. It didn't work. Um, I mean, there there are ways. There are ways to do. There are ways to do, but you have to like to show a bigger world. It's tough. Yeah. It's hard. You definitely can't do it in forty eight hours with a small cast. Um, well, I I think that one of the things, at least from the writer's perspective, one of the things we tried to do was not to say that there was a bigger world, but to say that these people are isolated. And this is like the only time you see them gathering is in this spot. Yeah. Um, but there, we tried to do it to where it was sort of science fiction and a little bit of horror put together because the premise of it is a bit dystopian, but it was, um, the premise of it is that there's a water shortage. So every neighborhood has to go to a water dispensary unit once a week to get their water and the problem arises when this specific unit uh does not receive their water and tensions rise and they start blaming each other and then uh it turns violent and as one of them is killed a detective as one of them is killed (laughs) immediately the water supply unit resumes production and we tried to give it this sort of... It, the kind of idea of, was it because they killed that guy? Yeah, it was. Like, was and also, was the, it sort of like manipulation yeah, from... Yeah. Or, or There's click-clack. Click-clack, 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 click-clack. Click-clack, click-clack. Ignore that. We'll get a real studio eventually. <laughs> um, but we're... And also, yeah, is there somebody controlling? Did somebody turn it off yeah. to watch what they do? None of that is... Spelled out. Yeah, except for the sort of like nebulous it was speaker, very, it was all very overlord nebulous. kind of thing. None, yeah, none of the points were touched on. Really, it's just things happen. Yeah, four or five guys show up in a line. The water's not working. They start fighting. One kills another one with a rock. They all look really <laughs> sad, and then the short ends. Yeah, that's what we produced. All of this backstory and yeah. and the theme and the background is never explained. Mm-hmm. It didn't make it to the page. What would have helped that is an opening card. What also would help you is if you could sh- like normally you would show every block. Yeah, you would show every block uh, and different groups of people, mm-hmm. and maybe for your big crane shot, you can show other stations. But oh, we could have, yeah, we could have. But you, know you can't, what? you can't do that. No, we could have done that. We could have set it up where the crane shot, which where there'd be a different group of people, it would still be the same set, which was a parking lot, by the way, which was a parking lot. But you would dress it different for each shot. Yeah, where it would be different people, different, slightly different setting. Yeah, but you keep the same water thing. <clears throat> yeah, we didn't do that. Yeah, we did not do that because uh, you have to establish. Uh, uh, like a yeah. man, what is the term? And and we tried to. They tried to with a couple lines, but a couple lines is not going to do it. Yeah, uh, it's always hard. It's hard when you do when you do anything that is isn't reality based. 
most of your job is world building and it's tough to do. It's tough to do in novel format when you have unlimited pages. <laughs> it's really hard to do on film where everything has to fit into a structure and you can't spend that much time on things. Yeah. You have to relay that information vi- visually. Yeah. And and solidly enough that the audience can get it. Yeah, we should we should have spent a little bit of time establishing like what is normal for these people. Yeah, which what we are didn't their do, lives like? Instead yeah, of just throwing so characters that was, we that we it, had in our minds. Yeah. It it wasn't that the writing the, the writing is not the reason we didn't like writing's not the reason we didn't win anything. Yeah. There's like several awards. Uh best of this, best of that, best of this, best overall. We won nothing. We didn't even get third place in anything. Yeah. Um it's because it wasn't that good. Yeah. It was chaos. It um, was it was nonsensical. So a little bit of background for the film festival. The judges award award points for artistic merit. Yeah. Technical merit and adherence to the assignment. Yeah. Artistic merit is half. Technical <sighs> merit is is thirty percent, and adherence to the assignment is the other twenty percent. It, it's. I think also too many people, us included, too many teams who do this, try to be cute, funny, or clever yeah. with the assigned mm-hmm. uh, stuff when you really don't need to be. Yeah. Um, you just show it. Like, I, I, I was hoping that we would get horror or something dramatic. Because if we did, I knew exactly what we were going to do. Um, but we didn't get that. We, our options were Western, superhero? superhero, buddy cop, or musical. Oh, we definitely weren't doing musical. And we definitely weren't doing musical. I don't write music. <laughs> yeah. So we decided to do... It was, cow- it was superhero, superhero and... Buddy Cop. And Buddy Cop. Together. And we didn't we didn't follow that really. They were two bad guys. They were two henchmen of uh of super villains, and I guess that makes them buddies. Uh it was it wasn't Buddy Cop, it was Buddy Film. Buddy Film. Buddy Film. Right. So they were buddies. We fucked that up entirely. <laughs> um That's not even close to the genre. <laughs> two characters who like each other. It's a buddy movie. It's a buddy no, movie. No, that's not how that works. Uh if we had gotten anything dramatic, I knew exactly what we were gonna do. Uh, because it, you have to understand they're going to be screened in rapid succession, right? Uh-huh. They're going to be screened back to back. And every one of them is going to have a different actor playing the same named character because the named character is part of the assignment. Right. And so my script would have been very meta. It would have been the real Detective Nash or whatever the <laughs> hell his name was was supposed to be is in a government surveillance program and it's malfunctioning and that's why he keeps jumping in and out of these different <laughs> lives and he wakes up to horror to realize he's being experimented on leaping from life to life and they're all a lie and i would have ended it with the 48 hour uh blip the blip intro okay. animation that we have to use i would have ended it with the next one <laughs> just to make it really meta we didn't get any of that. We got something really gay. Let's not use gay. We got something really awful because we, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't in our wheelhouse. Yeah, it wasn't, and it gets picked out of a hat. And there's no there's no telling what you're gonna do. And even if I 
even if we had picked the right genre and I came back here. Yeah. Because we all took separate cars. Let's say I got back here first. Yeah. And I pitched this idea. Somebody would have been against it. Mm-hmm. If I get back here second or third, you're already writing, and I pitch this idea. Yeah. Somebody's going to be against it, and it's not going to get. It's not going to get to production. Well, I mean, this if it, all right. So this time around, the last time we did it, I was the head writer, so I would have been like, everyone else, shut up. Yeah, and they wouldn't have though, <laughs> because we know the personalities that were in that writers. Yeah, room. yeah. And I put listen. I took out a lot of nonsense. Like I, <sighs> I, I stopped them from doing a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of stuff that made no sense got kept in. This is not the professional one. This is the last one. That we yeah, did. the one that we did ourselves. A lot of bullshit got kept in that script. I Shirley Temple. That's the joke. <laughs> Shirley Temple. And actually, so the premise for that works, but. Because and 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 you tried to instill this in the actors during filming. Yeah. Because it's partially a comedy script. Yeah, I. You're wanted... supposed to improv some lines. Yeah, I wanted them to improv because that's what you do when you're shooting comedy. You improv, and of course the the person who one of the writers was very against this, and crossing their arms and, and tapping their foot and. So they improved, but they improved long form. Yeah. And then when it got to the editor, she didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> but it was just a disaster all around. In in comedy filming, and especially in comedy scripts, there's always a, okay, give me a different line. Okay, give me a different line. Yeah. Think of something that you would say. What, what yeah. would work better? Yeah. You're not supposed to do long form improv, but no. you are supposed yeah. to be like... Yeah. All right, keep it rolling. Give me another line. Give me yeah. another line. Yeah. That one works better. Yeah, make another choice. Make another choice. Make another choice. I, I usually do this when I'm not shooting carpet videos. Uh, <laughs> I will go through the script pre-shoot. I will look at everything we're shooting that day, probably like a week out if I have it. And I will go, how can I get a real reaction yeah. out of the actor in this specific scene? We, back way, way back, one of the original scripts for Wardens 2 that never saw the light of day, had one of the characters, uh, kind of an anti-hero, listen, it was a fucked up structure. Um, (laughs) It was just, it was just, it was original character, do not steal the movie. Uh, There's just so many OC characters who, it's just shoehorned. Anyway, one of them is going through an old tiny library looking for the secret magic artifact and when we got set if we got set i was going to keep that actor off set while me and set deck set actual booby traps oh geez that he wouldn't know were there (laughs) and then i wouldn't tell him they were there and then we would start shooting um i have done i pulled an actor aside and said to him, the punchline on this line, I want you to keep doing it. Keep giving me a different ending to the joke until the other actor laughs. Because if she laughs, then an audience will laugh. Right. And we did. We did. I did 16 takes. The other actor oh was oblivious. Didn't know what was going on. <laughs> didn't know why we were doing so many takes. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell her either. 
Did she fuck up? She doesn't know. There's no time. We're shooting again. We're going again, going again, going again. Finally, when he said, um, when he said, uh, perhaps a, a cold glass of champagne. Champagne. Then she laughed. I was like, that's the one we're keeping. Do it again yeah. and try not to laugh. I, I will do that kind of thing when I'm shooting something that's not corporate. Because I want to get real reactions out of actors. And most of the time I'm working with amateur actors. If you if I can get real reactions out of them, captured on on camera, yeah, it's better than any kind of verbal direction I can give them. Yeah, and we we can do an episode about the difference between acting and acting, acting this amazing acting talent. Um, but yeah, I because uh, I'm terrible at acting. I'm also terrible. So at So bad. I hate myself in front of the camera. So do I. I'm really bad at acting. I'm really bad at it. I can fight. I can fight. Don't give me lines. I can get <laughs> I can get it out of other people. Don't give me lines. Just have me in the background looping a fight. People who had talent to begin with. I can't I can't get it out of me. What the hell were we talking about? We were talking about There was about, a segue there. We were talking yeah, we were talking about um the difference between Oh the improv, yeah. Improv for comedy. And so yes, when you shoot comedy Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Because what they usually, usually when you're shooting a comedy movie, the actors are comedians anyway. And they're going to yeah. come up with sh funnier shit than you could ever write. Or, and I found out this is often the case, the main character of the movie, who's the comedian, wrote the script. Yeah. And he's like, all right, here's the script. They can say all their lines. I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we shot mostly improvised scenes and then when it got to editing I didn't know what to do with it and it and that was a mess and then I got again it got triple compressed so that was a mess <laughs> the sound was bad it looked great pre fuck up yeah no I saw the uncompressed version yep it looks great it was pretty good uncompressed then it got fucked up and like so th this one had, I feel, more story than the other one that it got conveyed through the through the seven minutes. Yeah, um, but not, you know, wasn't a really good story either. No, but, but you understood what the characters were doing. Yeah, you understood and, who they were in the world yeah. that they lived in because it's easily accessible to superheroes. And we had a couple of cool effects. Yeah, didn't um, work out. We watched some of the other films from that from that film festival, and they deserved. They deserve the awards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking, I was talking with my uh, board of directors for Puppeteers of America. Um, we were talking about uh, Q&A sessions after panels. Okay. And, uh, and the naive one was like, well, they should be, they shouldn't have a time limit for the Q&A because some Q&As can go really long. And I was like, yeah, but some Q&As don't go past a minute. Yeah, some Q&As um, are like, there's one person asking a question and then you move yeah. on. I, I have two experiences. Well, I have a lot of experience. I did, I was on some panels at a convention. Ignoring those. I have two experiences with Q&A panels. One of them is 448. No. Oh. Now, after the screening, I fucking left. <laughs> I came here to the writer's basement. Yeah. To get drunk. Yeah. I left my first AD there to answer questions. Oh, God. There were no questions. Oh, okay. She was embarrassed to be on stage. 
Okay. Like I would have been. Yeah. Embarrassed to have your name attached to this garbage. Mm -hmm. Embarrassed to be on stage and no one cares that you're there. Yeah. It is an awful thing. The second experience, we were at a convention. There was a... There used to be an independent film group who made a movie version of Mega Man. Oh, yes. I remember the Mega Man movie. It was awful. Yes. And so we were at this convention, and I saw a poster board with their name on it that they were going to make Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, God. And they were having a panel about it. And I went into the panel, and I waited. And I waited for questions from the audience, and I put my hand up. And they called on me. I stood up. I said, I have a question. Please stop. <laughs> and I left. So... I also have experience with question and answer panels, both being on one and uh, being the host of a panel. Yeah. So I hosted, this is not writing or anything, I hosted a political panel yep. at my college. It was uh, just me and one person from each, from each of the political spectrums. So we had a libertarian, we had a Democrat, we had a socialist, and we had a Republican. And I'd say there was maybe 20 people in the room besides them. So the questions didn't exactly come fast and furious. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, people in politics really like to ask fucking questions. Yeah. So the panel went on for quite some time. Yes. And the other panel I did was I was a member of a panel of people who were presenting research papers. Oh, and... Yeah. It was probably the most terrified I've ever been in front of people because the questions were not nice questions. They were questions criticizing your work and how you got there. So it was, how do you know your numbers are correct? Why, why, how do you know that you proved your thesis? How do you know that this isn't all like fucked up and you're wrong? Like, how do you know that you're right, sir? And one, one person even suggested books I should read to be more right. Counterpoint. What if fuck you? <laughs> uh, and I, it's, it's, it, I had to defend my paper in front of a small conference room of people. Yeah. And it's horrifying. I still have the paper in front of me, but I'm like, I don't know what I the answer know. is. <laughs> I, I, was on, I was on several panels because when we, um, when we premiered, uh, the first season of Wardens at an at a convention because I was asked to by the convention uh, owner. Little did he know how shit it was. Um, but then he asked me how many panels can you be on. I was like, I, well, all of many. them. Yeah, that's what I said. I said <laughs> all of them, as many as them as you need. It was like just check off every panel that you could possibly speak about. I checked off all of them. <laughs> um, most of them got canceled because nobody came. Yeah, I was on a found footage panel. It was me and four other writers. One person came and sat down. That one person we talked to for an hour and a half. Oh my god. Um, so again, when I'm talking to the board of directors for Puppeteers of America Northeast Region, who are working on this virtual convention that I'm doing, and they're like, how long should workshops be? Like 20 minutes, 30 minutes? What if they can't speak for an hour? My answer is, listen... If you can't talk about something for an hour, you're not an expert. Yeah. Yeah. 
especially in a panel where they expect you to have all the information. Yeah. Where you, you're the expert speaking to an audience. Yeah. So if the audience knows more than you, that's, that's, that's a problem. That's yes. a problem. Yes. That's it, man. Game over. And, and actually on that, uh, at the same political convention I went to, I sat in on a panel that was, uh, it's just the New England states. So they had one professor from each of the New England states. And um, they were asked, the first question was like, oh, what's new in your state politically? And each state went through the thing. Connecticut had a lot of shit. Massachusetts had a lot of shit. Maine had kind of some things. But when they got <laughs> to Vermont, this older professor, and he was like, Vermont's fucking boring. We have Bernie Sanders and that's it. Yeah. And like, he's like, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> we have moose. He's like, nothing happens in Vermont. Bernie Sanders, one of our senators and half the people don't like him. Yep. That's it. Yep. And and then they went on to the next day. But I was like, that, yeah, guy, that, that is, guy, that guy is like, fuck everything that happens yeah. in Vermont. He's done this too many times and he doesn't, he doesn't want to be here and he's done. Really, if you're if you're supposed to be an expert on something, so far as you got you got chosen to be on a panel and speak about it, you can't. If you have like less than an hour's worth of things to say, yeah, are you really an expert, or did you yeah. read a Wikipedia article? Because I've done that. <laughs> I I've been uh I got interviewed as an expert for something I knew nothing about. I read the Wikipedia article the previous <laughs> night. Uh. By the way, yeah. the way I learned how to be a script supervisor... It's Wikipedia. Wikipedia. The, the yeah. night before, I was like, wait, what does a script... <laughs> I was like, do I just read the lines to them when they forget them? And they're like, oh, you're in charge of continuity. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, fuck that. Yeah, you're in charge of continuity between <laughs> shots and... Um, so then I was... And yeah. labeling what, which ones are the are the takes that you're keeping. So I was like, okay, well, this, this, and this are my job. So like, I took pictures of all the actors and their makeup to make yeah. sure there was continuity. I took pictures of the set to make sure there was continuity. I made sure that the set was dressed properly because there was no set deck. It was just me. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and I had to make sure their costumes were right all the time. I had to make sure they were sitting in the right place all the time. All the stools had to be in the right place all the time. And because we were working with a bar, the drinks had to be the same all the time. The same level. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I was saying before, um, I've done shoots with the actors smoking a cigarette. What we ended up doing was uh, about two packs. And every time we would cut, I would have to, he would have to kill it and light a new one and smoke it down to the, po to the point that it was previously. <laughs> and we would cut again and toss that one, light a new one and smoke it down. Yeah, I could have cut it. I could have physically cut them with scissors, but fuck him. Uh, I had to pay for those packs and he was going to smoke all of them. I don't know how many whiskeys on the rocks I had to make. <laughs> it was more than a few. By the way, if you're, if you're ever shooting anything and you don't have a scripty, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I had to do, I had to do an entire day of reshoots because I didn't have a scripty. And... When and this is for the corporate job that I'm doing now, and when it got to the editor, she was like, "This is unusable. There's too much continuity errors. Um, you just have to reshoot the whole thing." Yeah. If you don't have a script supervisor, if you don't have a scripty, if you don't have somebody who's paying attention to continuity, <laughs> it's not gonna work out. Yeah, and then like people got upset with me because like, no, wait, it's wrong. You gotta like change it. It's gotta be right the whole time, yeah. but. It's like that for a reason, because so you can don't have to have jumpy shots. Yeah. 
and people don't look like they're in the wrong place. That you know, if when you have the magical uh, emptying and refilling glass, yeah, between shots, then then somebody's like, "Why didn't you do your job?" Yeah, I missed... when you're on set, it's like, "Why are you in my way?" Yeah, I, don't, I, yeah. I, I missed a few of those because the whiskey in one shot had ice in it, and the next shot it didn't. Yeah, it happens. But ugh, as far as forty eight, forty the forty eight hour film festival is uh, a fool's errand. You're yes. not gonna make it, bro. You're not gonna make it. And you, if and if it, you think we're wrong, oh, yeah, if, go try if it. you think yeah. we're lying and we're just bitching about the 48 hour film project, we're not. No, no go, go do go, it. Go do it. Go do it. Do it and get back to me. It costs money you don't have. Yeah, it costs it, 200 bucks just to sign it up. It takes up two and a half days of your life that you don't get to sleep. No, you really don't get to sleep. You we all if try. You, if you go to sleep, you've missed something. <laughs> <laughs> If you go to sleep, all is lost. I think the first the first one, I slept a total of three hours, and that was because we couldn't produce, we couldn't start shooting pre-dawn, because we needed the sunlight oh, yeah, to be outside. The light. That was the first one, Corey, yeah. 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 The second one, I went to sleep, and that was a mistake. Uh, yeah, the second one, I went to sleep, and that was a mistake. It was after I was all done. I figured what could go wrong. Um, and, uh, and the other thing, besides the deadline, is you have to get a group of people to work together for two and a half days straight without hating each other. Yeah, that too. That too. And you got to make sure no one goes over their time. So if you if you think they were full of it, you go do the 48. Yeah, you do it. Do it and get back to me. Say how long I want for you. So if you like the podcast, stop dropping things. All right, we're good now. So if you like the podcast, go to Patreon and become a patron of our show. Uh, once again, you'll get exclusive content and uh, much, much more. Also, if you have questions for us, send those questions via email to the Writer's Basement Podcast at gmail.com. And we will try to answer them. And that is it for this episode.